You guys watch Squid Game? Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Oh, I'm just, I'm the only one who hasn't, apparently. Yeah, watched it? Oh, oh no, yeah, definitely you should. I, I know there's a big to-do about it, but it really is worth it. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well. And, you know, being a voice actor who does a lot of dubbing, I don't watch dubs. I, I prefer to read subtitles. So I might actually go and watch it again with the dubbing because what I've heard online is, is that the dubbing is uh, really quite brilliant. So I might check that out again. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool. I mean, I, it's one of those, like, I've seen Battle Royale and everything like that, and I'm like, I know how Battle Royale goes. Like, right. It just feels like a the, the same type of thing, almost, except not kids in high school. Not kids in high school. And I think because it's kids in high school, I very quickly went, ah, I'll let them all go. Yeah. But, but <laughs> well, here's the thing. Because they're really so annoying. Did the show, like, show did the movie, yeah, so they were the just show. like, yeah. how many times can we kill a child? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but, you know, you're like, ah, stop your whining. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm saying, I'm saying children, high schoolers. Te yeah, it's teenagers. Okay to, it's okay to take out teenagers. Yeah. They know better than to be there or whatever. Right. Uh, no, but this is there's a lot more of a human. I don't know. There's more of a human connection. I know that sounds so lame to say that, but it's fa it's fascinating. It has a, it's like a cool take on classism too. Like it's kind of talking about that and yeah, very much so. The different the different things that brought these people together. I mean, that's probably the most compelling part of it is seeing each individual person's like, oh, okay, this is kind of their motivation. All right, nice. Well, speaking about uh, bringing people together, what's up, fandom? I'm Josh, and today I got Mr. Harold's story. Yo, what up? And Mr. Jason Simpson. What is up with you? And special guest, Raul Cowley. How's it going right now? That would be, that would be, dope. That would be crazy. <laughs> you just wait till right the now to are waiting is like add him in. I'd be like, what? chilling the entire time just hiding <laughs> dude that would be nuts oh man one day we'll get raul one day um, <laughs> no so uh we're gonna be talking about um the newer newer because not the newest netflix thing because i think squid game came after midnight mass right um i don't I remember don't so. honestly oh. i don't think so i think within like a couple weeks anyway okay well we're gonna be talking about midnight mass yeah um, the Netflix uh, horror uh -huh. show by Mike Flanagan, sort of anthology, supernatural. So, yeah, like, that's what I was gonna yeah. like. Let's let's kind of get into. Also, spoilers, spoiler heavy from here on out. If you've Good. not seen Midnight Mass, go watch it. It's on Netflix, um, for free. Except you know, not for free if you don't own Netflix and you gotta buy Netflix. But, you know, uh, um, but yeah, watch it on Netflix. Um, we're gonna spoil it. So there you go. So is this like? the same you know world as like Bly Manor and Hill House or no it's well, it not the same universe but different yeah. times, different times in history um well he I uses guess. some of the same actors too like all, yeah uh, all the yeah, well I sorry Kate I shouldn't say all the same Siegel is his wife it's got a very American horror story yeah structure where they use the same actors who just come and play different characters exactly that's the that's a great description but honestly after watching this and some of his other stuff i'm like man okay anything flanagan puts out i'm checking this out yeah me too it wasn't i don't think it was as good as uh 
Hill House for me because that was just this fresh take and it was new and some of the scares were just really great jump scares. So I kind of went into this hoping for those and when they happened, they were they I went, okay, good, we've got those. Uh, tops, Bly Manor, uh, I mean, that's not even in the running. That's yeah, I, I agree. third place for me, but it's really holds it own, its own. It's got a great story. I was kind of in that same, like, I really liked Hill House. So I'm like, I was actually just talking about this at work. Like, man, I don't know. I, re- I, I try not to like let recency bias take it, but man, I was so impressed by the story yeah. of uh, Midnight Mass. Like, man, it was so good. Well, as someone who uh, does not like the horror genre, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so to me, this was because Harold had talked about it. Like, you you got me in because, like, first off, you were like Rolls in it. I'm like, bro, Raul. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Oliver was like, yeah, it's also got Matt Saracen in it. I'm like, oh, Sevens? QB1 is in it? I know. I should have led with that. You I was like, oh, Zach Gilford. We would have watched it in Dallas. <laughs> like, that's where we would have started episode one. But, yeah, like, I was like, Raul and QB1? Brah, I'm there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's why I started watching it. Because um, I'm like, put give me more stuff with uh, Zach Gilford. Um, I, want, I want more. Uh, but, yeah, like, as, as someone who doesn't like the scary, this was perfect. Because, like... It wasn't super scary. Like there were some parts where I was like, okay, it's nine o'clock. I'm going to turn it off now because like uh, the (laughs) end of episode, the end of episode two, I think it was like 10 minutes left in episode two when, you know, it really starts kind of go. That's when, uh, what's his, I think that's when like, what's his face gets eaten or something. That's when like, like, oh, that like when they start seeing like, you know, the face outside their window. That's All the like, cats are on the ground. Ex- yeah, I was like, and okay, let's go ahead and pause here. It's 930. Uh, we got 10 minutes left for this episode. We're going to go ahead and go to bed now. And that's what happened. Um, so Dude, yeah. I watched it at lunchtime the rest of the way through. <laughs> like, let's flip these lights on oh, real yeah, quick. It's uh... like, yeah, we're going to make sure that everything is you know nice and light outside in case there are vampires. Um, which honestly, like that. The, Angels. To me, was like, like we were. Like, yeah, so. The vampires angels thing i was like yeah that's like pretty was, early on like i knew that that's where we were going it was um, wild it, it was not very it wasn't very subtle with it but they also didn't like hit you over the head with it which i thought was really nice like it was yeah. not it was a different take on it and mm. also uh coming from a religious background the religious aspect that they throw in fantastic wonderful yeah. every I, every I every episode's the Every episode's a book for the Bible. Mm-hmm. Except I think one of them was called like Apostles. I think the last three were, I think the last three were not. Well, but Revelation yes, the first, is. the first couple were. Revelation Acts, is a book. Yeah, one's just called Gospels and then one's yeah. Acts and then Acts one's Revelation. Yeah, the last three. Oh, so. no, Revelation is the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. Acts, Acts is a book. Well, Gospels it is indeed. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then the Acts of yeah. the Apostles is, the Acts is, yeah. Yeah. yeah you just said that. Yeah, so it was like, you know, uh, yeah, it was. I, I was, I was thoroughly impressed with the entire series. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, make more stuff like that. I'll watch it. I don't know if I'll watch Hill House because I hear that's a bit more, um, spookums, and Josh doesn't <laughs> like spookums. Yeah, I was pretty surprised that you said you're gonna watch it whenever you have to do episode. I was like, 
really? Like, I know how much you don't like that kind of thing. So yeah. for oh, you yeah. to give it a shot and like it is, I think, a, a pretty big testament to how good the writing and is. The fact and such. that I didn't turn it off at the end of uh, episode five, that should also be a testament. When they killed <laughs> Zach, that was, was like, yeah. When right, like, the moment he goes, hey, will you go out with me? And, you know, uh, we used to row out and watch the sunrise. I, and I was like, yep. bro, no, no, mm -hmm. don't do it. Don't the, go out there, man. And he did. And I was like, oh. The writing so and foreshadowing up to that point is so good, though. Oh, yeah, it's so great. This is a dumb question, but I got to ask it. Have you seen Saint Maud? Mm -mm. I haven't. Okay. I've seen right. Saint Almost Fire. Is that, like, the nope. same? No. Nope. Okay. Close. I've seen Beethoven. I don't, I've not with, seen it. Yeah. Uh, Saint Bernard. Um, <laughs> but they do the same thing in that movie, uh, which horrified me. I mean, it was so thrilling to watch. But uh, when he is, when he is uh, engulfed in the flames, and it's just sort, it's there's almost a, but you don't see that yet. It's almost this romantic moment where he's sitting there, and the sun is, and it just a sharp cut to her screaming bloody terror because he's lit up but it's just that really dichotomy of romantic the sun's coming up it's beautiful to uh oh it's just sheer terror and mayhem anyway saint Maud has something like that it's very similar yeah that part was i thought that part was really well done because in at that same time we see her perspective but when we cut to what he's seeing he's getting that absolution you know he's getting that final look at the girl that he's been seeing whenever he's falling asleep every time, which that sequence, every time he was going to sleep and how it, it was kind of showing how that haunts him was so good. And then yeah. that final like period at the end where it's him, you know, dying. But in that moment, the thing is absolution that he's it's focusing on and that, and that um, scene. Mm -hmm. And I really like that, man. That was so cool. Yeah, that just that effect of like him whenever he goes to sleep, he just like lays down and then the, does the camera. Dude, and <laughs> it, it gets me. You see the lights on his face and then it cuts to her and you just see like the, the lights reflecting in like her blood. And I was like, dang, it's such a good shot. Like, it, yeah, it's really good. I think I jumped the first three times they did that. I knew <laughs> it was coming, but I still jumped. because it, it still gets you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, what a really great fun. what a great way to illustrate how that just must have absolutely haunted him yeah. whenever you have something happen like that you know you just can't help but empathize like man something like that happened to me you would not like you wouldn't be able to go on like on without thinking about it every single moment yeah um so uh the the one of the taglines for uh the show um it's the tale of an of a small isolated island community whose existing divisions are amplified by the return of a disgraced young man and the arrival of a charismatic priests priest there's only mm -hmm. um when father paul's appearance on crockett island coincides with unexplained and seemingly miraculous events a renewed religious fervor takes hold of the community but do these miracles come with a price yes they do <laughs> it's literally yeah they it's all a die. high price <laughs> it's very high um um, that's a, that's such a descriptive yet so vague. 
Oh, you right. want a more vague one? Which, an, which is I, lovely. I've got a, an isolated island community experience mira uh, experiences miraculous events and frightening omens after the arrival of a charismatic, mysterious young priest. That could be a Hallmark Even movie. Vaguer. Could be a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Will this priest find love on the island? Coming this Christmas to Lifetime. Oh my gosh, that's funny. That um, we'll call dude, it Father Christmas. Boom, got it. At uh, the Hamish Linklater, that dude acted his ass off oh, in this. He is dude, so good. There was part like there was like you know what? If he actually decided to you know like have a congregation and just start preaching on Sundays, I'd tune in. Dude, that like, was he was he was very good. he was he was a very charismatic, mysterious young priest. Very. Uh, <laughs> he he was really good. I was like, man, yeah, I'd. I'd listen. I'd I'd be in his congregation. What a statement, though. If you look at the deeper, and I, I guess someone could say I'm reading into this, but I don't think I am. He is just so openly see, seeing and and feeling and sensing so much different than everyone who's on the outside of that. Like we look at him and go, okay, he's very passionate about his religion and he's met God, and then we see it's a vampire. And we're like, whoa, dude, that is a demon. You are so. <laughs> You well, have the got thing. the wolf pulled over your... Or is it an angel? Okay, sure. Let's it's say it's an like, angel. It's like still a horrifying, his... bloodthirsty, murderous angel. But there's such that... There, there's anybody? that. There's that... Yeah. Well, they killed him. They, oh, wait, he, they yeah. came back, but... but... he didn't <laughs> see that they murdered anybody. He knows. There. But it's that, whole, it's that whole idea. If you look at it from a social aspect, there's that whole idea of just that blind faith and believing something that is so terrible, and yet you still manage to pull other people into that. That was what was really scary. Yeah. Also the vampire. Well, I mean, that's, and <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, Jason, but Harold, you and I, we kind of grew up in the churches. Yeah. We both knew people like Bev. Like, I'm pretty sure oh like, my I God. definitely knew like at least 19 people like Bev. Oh, the holier than thou. That oh, was ratcheted yeah. up to ten. She was. She did great too. Oh, she was fantastic. Anyone that can make you hate them, like I, no, every time she was on screen, character. I was like, God. And I'm just, I respect the the people that act in those roles. I'm like, oh, you're good because I do not like you. <laughs> those are fun roles to play too, uh, and I, I I don't want to say that we could see her enjoying that because that would diminish her job. But she, I mean. As an actor, she must have relished that, like, just enjoyed every moment of it. Oh, her. yeah. I mean, she fully embodies the character. Oh, like, so, she yeah. goes so hard into it that I was like, I wonder if she's actually like that. Like, it was, it's like she does such a great job. And I'm like, like man, <laughs> dang. Did they You're just, like, is like, this a documentary? Like, maybe they just didn't tell her they were filming a show. <laughs> she just showed up yeah, on set right. one day. She just up, right. Yeah. It's like, she lives on the island. That's like her. <laughs> Fun fact, that island, not a real island, of course. Um, Canada. That's Vancouver a, Bay. A park. It was a park on the side of, I can't remember what side of, of Richmond, a little town called Richmond. And they basically took over this park and built the little town on this park. And then, of course, the rest is movie magic. But very, very cool. Those That set was incredible. It looked yeah, like it was, it was awesome. 200 years old and weather beaten and looked like a fishing village. Is a lived in, a yeah. very lived in world, you know? Yeah. yeah. Incredible. See, it's weird because, like, it looks lived in, but it also doesn't look lived in. It looks like it's just trashy and then they, they moved in for just a film. 
You know what I mean? It looks yeah. lived in, but it also doesn't look lived in. It looks lived in abandoned. It's got a nice, yeah. like... It was lived in, and then people haven't been there for... Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, that is property true. property brothers would have come around, they probably would have been able to do some stuff with it, like, given that cool little, like... I mean, I could see that on one of those, like, Jessica and Michael are looking for a, a nice house by the water. <laughs> their their budget is fourteen dollars. It's a bit of a fixer upper. Bit of a fixer upper. Yeah. Well, isn't that funny though? Because you see the inside of some of their houses, uh, like the leads, that their house, and it looks it still looks very wooden and aged, but it still it looks lovely. It looks mm -hmm. quaint. Mm -hmm. and, then and then you get on the outside, outside of it, and it's like, like what? That's yeah. a well, that's like, a shack like, like the inside of uh uh father paul's little like oh, place yeah. that he lives i'm like that looks awesome like, it's like an airbnb in there it looked exactly like an airbnb like you yeah. go yeah. in there and you're like oh that's a really nice accent rug like i would love that <laughs> on my by my couch like that would be fantastic um and then you know you're like oh wait no that's where someone's gonna die but yeah. well it's like yeah i mean talk about reading into it jason you said earlier like how how telling is that for some of these characters that you think you know them from the outside and then you truly don't know what's going on on the inside like yeah that's just like it did the great the i'm a mike flanagan stan like i can't help it like <laughs> well yeah like, that the the details is incredible yeah because i mean like and, and he does the show does a really good job of giving us a lot of characters and making you care about a lot of these characters. Like, yeah. I was like, oh man, I'm really starting to kind of like get on Joe Colley. I'm like, all right, this is, this is, he, he's starting to kind of come around a little bit. Um, but it was also one of those, that those tropes, those wonderful TV tropes of, oh yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm going to go visit my sister. I want to think about getting back to the mainland to go visit my sister's grave. And I'm like, bro, you're dead. Like, yeah. You're throwing up flags, I'll be, man. That was the I'll be right back uh, yeah, moment like, for him. <laughs> oh, like, I only got like two weeks to retirement. I might as well. And you're like, nah. <laughs> we're, we're done. It's like, I got two weeks to retirement. And after this, I'm going to ask her to marry me. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> when Joe, When Joe is mourning his dog... Mm -hmm. uh like that moment when everyone's surrounding him i i was in tears yeah because it was so it's so visceral I, I mean how many people die in that and i went well okay whatever but you see this poor dog foaming at the mouth and his like his reaction is so real i mean that guy i, I don't know what i've seen that guy in before i didn't want to look i just kind of wanted to enjoy what i saw there and he was just so brilliant yeah he did a great job that their moment later with the with the what's the girl the name of the girl that gets uh healed yeah um in his that trailer. part yeah that part was uh lisa is that her name lisa yeah that uh man that was he plays he one of the best Mr. moments Deadly in the the haunting of hill house yeah yeah he plays in some of the other oh and one oh, of the other yeah yeah okay oh huh and he's gonna okay. be in halloween kills oh is he in Bly Manor? I didn't say so, but he could be. He may just not be. I didn't delve too deep. I just looked at Might his not. top four things. Oh, yeah, Aquaman. Hmm. No, I don't think he's in Bly Manor. Okay, uh, that's cool. Um, uh, yeah, like, like all, all these characters, like you do, you know, 
you, you start liking a lot of these characters. Like you start understanding where all the Flynn's are coming from, kind of except the kid. Um, he's just kind of there. Um, just a kid, yeah. And the, but like yeah, like Aaron, you get a bunch of Aaron's backstory. You get uh, you know towards the end of the the series, you get uh, what's the uh, what's the doctor's name? Sarah Beth Gish. Oh, Sarah. Yeah, the actress is Annabeth Gish. Yeah, yeah Doctor Sarah uh, Gunning. Yeah, uh, so Doctor Gunning and like her mom and everything like that, and you're like, oh, it was the preacher's kid. That reveal ah. got I I pride I myself on like seeing things coming, yeah. and that reveal got me. I was like, what? Like, I, what? I was suspecting like a fair, but I was not expecting yeah. kid. Right. And I was like, she knew oh. him clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Annabeth Gish was, uh, this is just a little insight into Jason. The first time I really took notice of her was in the X-Files. She played Agent Reyes. Oh. When her and, uh, and Reyes and Doggett took over for um, Mulder and Scully. Yeah. Shout out to Agent Doggett. We never talk about Robert Patrick enough on this show. <laughs> we should do a whole episode, like a whole Robert Patrick month. I just watched The Faculty for the first time a couple oh, nights ago. Oh, man. Bro. So good in that. Yeah. Shout out to Josh dude, Hartnett. Dude, let's do a faculty episode. <laughs> so we should. Yeah, it's great. I, it was, it was so great. good. John Stewart, so weird. Anyway, uh, she is uh she's stunning. She looks so different in this than she has in anything else. Uh and uh, just a brilliant actor. That's just a little bit of a crush I have, but um she just looks so different. And then to see her so uh at that very end when they're on the bridge and oh, very sad. Ugh, I know. Uh, and I wasn't get... I, oh, I wasn't crazy about the mom. I wasn't crazy about the mom and her the de-aging thing. That's fine. I totally get that's part of the story. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about that. Well, it was very mad. So much heavy makeup at the beginning that I was like, oh, well, we kind of know where this is going. Like, yes. you're obviously going to de-age because. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was it. Maybe I knew it just wasn't yeah. believable. It was. Yeah. The, the makeup was too much. I was kind of like just they sh uh, to me. I would have I would have gotten an, an older actress and then de-aged her from there. Like, get somebody that was close enough that you could kind of yeah. do it. Because, I mean, yeah, the makeup, it just takes you out. And when she's yeah, trying bit. to act like an old lady, and I'm like, no, just stop. Don't stop. <laughs> we don't need to do that anymore. I didn't really have qualms with that, personally. I didn't, it didn't really bother me. But also, what didn't really... I wasn't like super invested in her character either. Maybe I just wasn't yeah. paying as close, well, like, her character close attention. Really do anything. Her character only really yeah. matters for the end. It's a means to for, an end type reveal. of character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, and that, that was another thing they did. They, they kind of like don't do a lot with some of the characters. Like with uh, Raul, um, uh, Sheriff Hassan, they don't really do a lot with him. Like he's there. He has like one good scene with uh, Dr. Gunning. And that's, that's basically it. That's kind of like the rest of his stuff. Like he has, he has some all right scenes with, uh, um, in the, in the parent teacher Aaron, or in yeah, the, or with Miss Green and yeah, Matt that King, one was wild. Like, there were a couple of those where I was like, what the heck it's going on. <laughs> was, please just make it stop. Like, um, I worked on, uh, I worked on iZombie with him. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. He's a super nerd. Oh yeah, like unbelievably nerdy, which is great. He just know he has so he's basically you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I maybe not quite as nerdy. No, as you like you know a lot of stuff about pop culture. 
Um, but no, that's yeah, it. I, Carry I, on. I, I learned about him from Funhouse. Like he did a bunch of stuff with those guys. Um, yeah. In LA, and then that's how I first introduced, like, heard of him. And then it was like, oh, yeah, he's on iZombie. And then they would make fun of him because he wasn't on Riverdale. Um, so, which I thought was funny because you know it's, it's all Canadian up there. And it's like, why it's didn't you get? Why didn't you get cast in the other Canadian show? So. Anyway, what we're we talking about? Oh yeah, so yeah, like th there are there are definitely a lot of underutilized characters, but the ones that they do utilize are great. Like his mom and dad, I like his dad especially. I feel is like underutilized. Like there's a lot of like conflict with his father, like uh, Riley's father and and Riley, um, that doesn't particularly get resolved. Right that I'm kind of like, man, if you guys just like, like Riley, like Riley's kind of open a lot, but like his dad is just kind of a dick. So I'm like, if you guys just maybe like stop like the the tension for like five minutes and like chat, you'll get it. Yeah, that I think that was like the whole conflict though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they start to come together when they're, that's such a guy thing that they he finally able to open up when they're like working together. Like, <laughs> did have that brief moment where he walked into the bedroom and talked about, you know, well, so you don't want to go to church. Yeah. He had a nice measured tone and he wasn't accusing him or being angry, but it didn't last too terribly long. Right. Yeah. And it was definitely like, he was very final about it. It's like, you're not taking communion. You're going to go there. I'll, I'll talk to your mom. You know, it's very just yeah. like, you know, basically treating him like a kid again. And I yeah. mean, I guess... I mean riley's in that area for a bit and yeah they do start to kind of get together again and it starts to their relationship starts to warm a little bit and then riley gets eaten um <laughs> so it kind of like and he writes the letters and then his see that was another thing that like didn't make any sense to me so he writes the letters he writes the letter to pruitt and he writes uh, writes the letter to his mom and dad and he also writes a letter to warren and the entire time i was hoping for his stupid brother to be like, all right, Riley told me about the vampire angel demon peoples. I'm going to be prepared. And just doesn't do anything. Like, doesn't reference the letter, doesn't do anything. I'm like, did you not read it? Like, did he not tell you? Like, did you, like what happened here? Like, because you literally didn't tell him. see you up and looking at letter on your bed. And I'm like, did you not, like, check it out? See what your brother who... Obviously, this is a goodbye note. Left you. It just it just seemed a little bit weird to me. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I didn't think about that. Maybe there's a deleted scene somewhere where they his dad comes and takes the letter or something, <coughs> or he's like, "I'm not gonna read this," and like throws it in like the you know the dresser or something, and the shift. I mean, robe. the 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 thing is pretty. I don't know, like. They're worried about talking about the angel and and the priest getting young because it sounds kind of wild. And he went through like a traumatic event. So it could have been that, you know, they knew he went through that stuff and then he wrote this letter and it's like, man, is this dude crazy? Like, I don't know if there's any specific reason that they would read that and be like, this is probably exactly what it is. It's a vampire and the priest is actually the old guy and is young again. Like that would be pretty tough to try to believe, especially when Absolutely. he's been gone for so long too. Well, I, mean, I don't, it could I don't just know. Be like a, Hey, don't trust Pruitt. Yeah. What he says yeah. is not true. Don't drink the wine anymore. 
don't, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Don't, don't drink that. Like, if they start, you know, when Bev King <laughs> starts, you know, uh, uh, Jonestowning everybody, maybe don't. She... <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Like... I wasn't even Kool-Aid. That was just straight, straight poison. poison. We're just like, Dude, really? at least lace it with some, I mean. No, maybe some 7-Up or something. I mean, like, because, so, like, when, like, he comes, like, when uh, Sturge goes over and he's like, what? Um, num, num, num. I'm like, uh, surely uh, <laughs> there was something else in there. Because, I mean, something I've never tasted poison before that I know of. But, I mean, like, when you smell, like, that stuff that looks like it comes in, like, a turpentine can. Yeah, that's right. Like, yes. That's going to be strong. Like? That's going to be a bit strong. Also, yeah. I will say, those cups were pretty dope. Those disposable cups that the poison was in, I want those. Oh, I didn't even were, think about were, that. They were weird. They had like they a opaque, sheen or were they to clear? Them. Oh they, yeah, they were opaque. Yeah. They had like a sheen, and I was like, "Oh, what a this weird thing to really take away nice from that." For, uh, of all How do the I talk set to design, set deck? craft services one. <laughs> Midnight Mass merch is those little cups. Oh, bro, Midnight Mass. Wow. <laughs> set of four disposable cups. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> With an no, mm. No. Twelve disposable cups. Twelve is probably better. There, we there go. you go keeps it in line with the i do i do like that you know uh uh father paul does say that he was like uh 12 it comes up a bit it comes up yeah quite frequently and i'm like yeah it does yeah. checks out like this guy he knows his bible 12 apostles 12 days of christmas yeah <laughs> uh 12 dwarves 12 yeah there's seven 12. of those 12 fingers and toes yeah Set seven, <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, like the seven tribes of uh, Israel. Israel, yeah. There's not twelve of them. We're thirteen. What? We're what's, what's next? <laughs> Shout out to the tribe of Dan. Sorry, um, it's the best, the best of the tribes of Israel. Dan. <laughs> tribe of Dan. We've talked about that before. It's because it's the best. It's like Judah. Blah 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 blah. Dan, and you're like, oh. Dan. <laughs> um, which I believe is uh, uh, Jephthah's house, I believe. Uh, if you if we go from Noah's sons, anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, the Old Testament, the Old Testament religions. I do also like they talk about how Old Testament God is kind of mean, and I'm like, yeah, he is. <laughs> like, it tracks, yeah. Like everything that you're saying. Is correct. Um, <laughs> well, there was no covenant, so he's got to keep people in line. Yeah, yeah, say it's the old, it's the old way. Yeah. Um, me. I I also love like the uh, the angel bit because I was like, was Jesus a vampire? That would be a cool, <laughs> like it would be a cool movie. Like, no, that sounds so stupid. Are you kidding me? You wouldn't want to do. You wouldn't want to do uh, vampire, vampire Jesus. Jesus? Uh, Man. I've well, never even okay, thought about, about those this? two you, words you together. Did, you didn't uh, respond to what I said. Like I sent you a, I sent you a message on Twitter. I was oh. like, um, "Frat vampires." That should be a movie, and you didn't right. respond. Yeah, the only response I could come up with was uh, I didn't want to send it. Was this sounds like the kind of movie that I sucks. hate the most? <laughs> oh, just those dumb frat toilet humor comedy like van wilder well that's yeah. the thing like you would think well I, the whole plot was it was going to start off like a van wilder it was gonna do a uh um 
that George Clooney to, movie. It has to start with National Lampoon's Frat Jesus. Vampires. Yeah, v- Jesus Vampire. Well, I mean, what's 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 that National Lampoon? I mean, not, dang it. Not oh, you're talking about Dust to Dawn? Yeah, it, it's basically going to be like Dust to Dawn where like you don't know they're vampires <laughs> until like like there's that turn halfway through the movie and you're like, oh, they're vampires. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be like, a, you know, hey, it's Pledge Week or whatever they call that. Rush, is that what it is? And so they're like, yeah, cool. All these young kids going out. You could cast um, like a, I don't know, James DeFranco because he is like a perpetual college person. You cast him in it and it would be pretty cool. And then it's like, oh, but they're actually all vampires. And then they uh, eat the people. And then they got to run away. It'd be cool. That could, could certainly be a thing that happens. If you write it, I'll read it. Like it would be great. <laughs> and and one of the one of the cool, like one of the cool vampire bros would have like a um vampires would have uh, a uh bro a, t- a tank top bro. and it would yeah, say bros. uh type uh bros before typos. It would be pretty dope. <laughs> that's pretty funny actually i can't i stole that i stole that joke I can't, oh you did I can't uh plagiarism yeah i did Still i also funny. stole the idea for uh vampire vampires i expanded on it though so i can't trust you anymore no i mean there's only seven in the world in vampire frats seven original or, ideas yeah. and one of them one of them somehow involves frat vampires so yeah go figure that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I like the idea of, you know, this vampire possibly being around for, you know, thousands of years in this hole in Damascus. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I thought that was really cool. It's also like, how's this guy living, though? Like, Just he must be hungers. Barely, yeah. Any animals, yeah, like cats, like, all the cats oh, at the beginning yeah. and stuff like that. But that, but But living in that tomb or whatever it was for so long... My thought was, wouldn't, wouldn't his first first thought be, I need to drink every drop of blood out of this human, as opposed to, just a little bit, and then I'm going to turn him. Or was it important to have the human in order to get himself out of there to get to more humans? He may yeah, I think he's maybe in long game in it. Yeah, long game in it. It also, yeah. it's like he's also, you know, like OG vampire, so maybe he doesn't have to feed as much. Right. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe he just needs like a little sip of blood every now and again, like. A little color to so, the cheeks. Social yeah. drinker. Yeah, exactly. social drinker. It's like, he only I drinks only... when other people are around. Exactly. <laughs> um, I only drink when it's stormy outside. That's um, funny. So, yeah, it, you know, something like that. Like, that would be that would be pretty interesting. Um, um, the the whole design and, like, look at him, too. I think, did, do they end up talking about how, because in the Bible, it doesn't mention that, like, um, all the, all every time someone sees an angel in the Bible, they're like, don't fear Oh yeah, like uh, is it, Paul. Like Paul brings that up a lot. He's like, and and they were sore afraid all the time. He keeps saying like, and they saw and they trembled and they were sore afraid. And if they, angels look like that, I'd be scared too, bro. Right? Like, like <laughs> well, now I'm I'm kind of like, so I want to think in Father Paul's mind, he thinks that his angel, or an angel like his angel, would have gone to Mary, and been like, hey. You're having a baby. <laughs> like, like, your angel doesn't talk, man. Like, did they send, like, the best of the best, like, the most eloquent, you know, angel to go over to Mary and be like, hey, they, yeah, absolutely. they kid you, like, you're pregnant, but it's God's kid. 
You know, like well, how did that go down? Good news. It's got to be. Uh, it's got to be said clearly with eloquence. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, like cherubim and seraphim. Those are like those are far out, crazy looking things. If you if you go by the description, yeah, yeah. So those would be like monstrous. Also, I do like that they are using um, since it is the uh, the Catholic Church. Um, they actually believe in a lot of angels. So it's like, you couldn't do that in the Protestants. Right. They believe in like three angels, period. Yeah, that's right. Saints and, yeah. Yeah. Like we don't even get saints. We got three angels, done. <laughs> no saint. No, no, no. No saints and no. No, no that's saints true. and Protestants. No, 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 no. We can't have Protestant, those. Protestantsville. Yeah, no. Martin Luther nailed that thesis and, you know, it uh, kicked off a whole rigmarole. Um, yeah history kids fun let's talk about that uh demon for a second Angel. the vampire yeah well let's talk about the vampire for a second Gabriel. no, uh, no? call him he Dan. when he it was very unnerving i mean how many how many vampires have we seen you know feasting on humans but this guy like 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 an mma fighter takes top position gets the full Right, the full straddle, and then he wraps his hand around their head, just that sort of. It's very intimate. Yeah, very yeah. intimate. Yeah, and just sort of caressing and holding on, and oh, it was it was almost difficult to watch. It was so gross and uh, intimate is a good word because it yeah. has that juxtaposition of warm and intimate versus this thing is in close. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not scary over there. It's like very Ugh, yeah. on top. And, and it definitely does it. It's it's definitely in a predator stance because it's like the hand is like on the head, yeah. And like with with that one girl, he's just like just like snaps her neck in the in the house. And yeah. I I love the fact that you know when he when it's feeding, it's like I don't care. Like I'm getting yep. I'm getting numbs right now, so I don't same. really care. Like honestly, same. Like like it got shot twice. It's, and it's just like, bra. Like I like how it did the little hand thing. Like stop it. Like stop. It's, yeah, it's a, just like, like a drug high. Like uh, yeah. like he's he's hazy and zoned out. And he's getting his wings what, all torn maybe up. That's what it's like when you know when you uh, when you blood dope, and you get all that fresh blood in you. Maybe he's getting like high from like the blood doping. It's know, just like, like maybe. Uh, high, but it's like uh, lightheaded and yeah, sort of an ethereal feeling devolving to its most primal form maybe it's just mm -hmm. like so into what it's doing that's just like not even paying attention to anything else i like when the she's he's getting his wings cut that was i was like oh and then i was like man she's getting them I, I like how it like it started turning and she's like no 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 back to she my neck bring the head and back I'm in like, Ooh, like she knows it is weird that she didn't turn like everybody you know when they die they turn which is a cool zombie-esque thing. Um, or most of the people. Or the people that drank, that had communion, I, they turn. And she has communion enough to that it kills her baby. So she's had it, communion. So it's weird that, you know, she didn't turn. I think I think the baby took it from her. Okay. And that's why she didn't turn originally. That's fair. That's fair. I got gotcha. you. It's like, it's like in uh, that show Chernobyl, the woman's pregnant and the, the oh, baby yeah. takes the yeah. it's kind of the same concept that's kind of what i was thinking too is that maybe that was why like she was it. unaffected i like it i like it that way i, I what a bloody great series that was too we should do chernobyl 
Man, we got a bunch so of episodes good. to do. Like, a bunch of shows <laughs> to do. We're gonna do Chernobyl. We're gonna do the faculty. We're gonna do uh, frat frat vampires. Frat bros. Frat bros. Uh, no, what did you? No, what you call vampros? Vampros. 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 National Lampoon's Vampros. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I. Everybody turning, I thought was I thought was cool because like when I didn't even think about that, it was very much a zombie esque thing that I hadn't I didn't even think about with zom with with, with vampires. Like in the church, they all get eaten. Like he just like eat like everybody you know who doesn't you know drink the Kool Aid and die and come back. Like everybody else in there gets eaten, and yeah. then they all rise up. And I'm like. Oh yeah, they did drink his blood. That actually does make a lot of sense. That's a cool concept. So it's like, yeah, we can you can be part of the congregation and even if you don't, you know, have the courage to uh drink the poison and get the everlasting life, you still get it. You know. That's what yeah, Bev was kind of making a point of that. Like you guys weren't here like yeah. everyone else was here. So she's like you very, I mean, that's just good character to, to her credit. Just the freaking holier than thou. She played that to a D. Yeah. It was, it was very good. Like I, and again, not, it, it not being super scary, totally for that. Like See that? There, were that couple, part there were a couple where, jump scares. Yeah. Where he sees them outside the window, that I, I nearly it. shat myself. Every single time we see those stupid eyes <laughs> I was outside like, the window, I was like, no. <laughs> they got me. Well, even the one where he walks. Sitting, when oh. she was sitting in her kitchen and looked out in the sh- and yeah. she away and the shadow moved, I mean, that's... Dude. Every time I look out my window at night, if I'm standing in my kitchen, real side light on, <laughs> I can't see what's two feet past my window because I'm, all I'm seeing is myself. And you think you see like a shadow move? Dude. Ugh. I had to go back and rewatch that part. I was like, Ugh. I did too. Yeah, I did not. That's when I turned it <laughs> off. That's when I was like, and it's nine thirty. Time to go to bed. Well, it's I like it, it's not that it just walks off with nothing. It's like a yeah, huge sort of violin of hit when it walks off, and you're like, Ugh. Well, dude, like the like when it lands on her roof, and it's like, and you're like, mm-hmm, yeah, no, don't go outside. Don't go outside. And okay. I will say the the dude who was selling the selling the drugs to the kids, yeah, who gets eaten in the house. I'm like, it's you're an dispatched. idiot. You're a moron. Yeah. Like, never go when you're Let's go check this out. abandoned house and the door <laughs> opens, and I'm like, bro, have you never like really? Yeah, but that's a that's a town of that's a, a hamlet of like a hundred houses or less. I mean, he knows everyone who lives there, and he knows there's kids and you know he thinks he's a pretty badass kind of guy and i don't i don't think it was too big of a step for him to go in there and go who's in here causing trouble oh that's fair. little does he know little does he know there's a seven foot tall angel yeah, yeah. goliath was, goliath from terrifying. gargoyles was in there he didn't know when that thing stands up he spreads his arms out to stand up oh man. Was like a great reveal <laughs> yeah He's a he's definitely a big man. I thought it's it's really it's really interesting. Um, whenever but like the end, I too I was like, okay, every everybody is gonna die here. So I oh yeah, it it was one. Of, I was hoping that more people would make it, other than uh, Wayne and uh, Lisa. Lisa, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh well. 
But when it ends on her saying, I can't feel my legs. That was Dude. Brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant because we see the thing flying off and we're like, oh, is he going to make it or not? And clearly it dies because all of a sudden the magic is gone from her body yep. and she's back to normal. Right. That's, that's pretty how, brilliant that's how to you me. Know we did it. That's some like you know good vampire stuff that we don't really do anymore like if you kill the sire then like all the other right. vampires are like done they so, turn like, back yeah i was like oh nicely done so i mean and it's one of those like even if they would have somehow lived it's like once you know papa vamp goes they all die anyway so it's like cool yeah he got toasted in the air or his wings failed him yeah Ugh. okay here's something i did not like if i may Okay, we've, we've like, gushed about the stuff that we do like. Let's talk about the stuff we didn't like. I, I did not like that whole kumbaya, everyone singing the yeah. you know big chorus of voices at the very end. As, oh, when they're walking down the street, I yeah. Just didn't, I mean, what's that was corny. solidarity and everyone, I mean, they all realize all of a sudden, oh, oh, whoops, we're vampires. We better go back to our uh, God-believing ways. And that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, sorry, one so, uh, sorry, one one last bit um, that I that I liked before we get into the stuff we didn't like. When Father Paul makes that realization with Bev that um, I thought I was leading us, like I thought I was creating, you know, a new covenant and everything like that, and then it's like it turns out we were the wolves, and you have that yeah. really cool shot of like Ooh. all the townspeople like coming up, they're all like slinking and everything, yeah. and you just see their eyes. I'm like, that's a good shot. That's a really yeah. good shot. Um, the, I, I got lost in, I got lost in the whole idea that they're not zombies, but still regular people who need to drink blood. So you see them running around maniacally and it just seems like a zombie apocalypse, but then you see like Henry Thomas's character and he's just wandering, looking for his wife. There's, and they hug and they're like, oh yeah, they're, they're still people, but they're now changed biologically, but they still have every mental function. Uh, so it really was humans just giving in, like you said, Harold, to their basest animal instinct all of a sudden because they were given this permission to do so now. Yeah, and you Terrible. just, yeah, it, it is like a good, um, I, I guess we're talking about what we don't like, but it was, I just thought it was cool that uh, that part where the blood's on the ground, Bev just like drops down, like casts all shame aside and just gets on the ground, starts licking the, Blood up from the ground. Yeah. It's like, ooh. Oh, uh, so according to this, according to Mike Flanagan, so the angel is not actually an angel. It's actually Cain. And that is the curse of Cain, like the mark of Cain. Oh, wow. We would I'm never. Just I'm just kidding. I just made that up. Just thought about it. Oh, thought, my God. And, you know, make you guys think about it for a okay. bit. Okay. Well, I did think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was rich. I try. I mean, so you're a liar. Okay, cool. Yep, you know me. <laughs> uh, I like that, though. That's a pretty it's good backstory. Right it did get me. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. That's my last Damn. name. Damn mm. you. Oh, I should have. I should have realized. Yeah. Bro, I got the guy's initials, JLC, and the McCain. So, I mean, like, I got, like, who knows what's going to happen. That is yep. true. That is very funny. I was really thinking about it too. I was like, what? 
it makes sense it would look it would make it really cool mike flanagan if you're wanting to do a second one call me <laughs> collab collab he's collab. doing a he's doing a fourth now so it's not a trilogy but a quadrilogy turn of the screw i think it's based yeah on. edgar Allan poe yeah so but witches have we done witches yet I don't That's know what, American I don't Horror know what Story. Bly Manor and Hell House were. were American those, Horror Story. Were those, yeah. were those well, American Horror Story did Roanoke and, uh, you know, there's yeah. witches. And, Coven. Uh, yeah, Coven. Yeah, Coven. Yeah, right. Um, so, I guess it could. Uh, uh, one thing that house, I... Uh, another haunted house. Vampires. Um, Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say one thing that I meant to bring up earlier that I did... Probably was... The standout moment to me of the entire series was um, Riley and Aaron at her house talking about what happens after you die. That was probably my favorite back and forth in the entire series, just personally, just because it was like you get the two very drastic um, points of view. I just didn't know if that if you guys had any opinion on that part, because that just part that part just hit me so like personally that I was like, wow. When, well, sorry, the two points of view are. It's he. He right. says Riley says that basically, you know, I decompose and I get eaten and turn into plants, and then people eat the like animals eat those plants. Oh, oh, oh yeah, okay. He watched the yeah. Lion King. And hers is. And the antelopes eat the grass. And hers is. Uh, we go into space. Sp- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beyond to the great beyond. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll say one thing. I did not like her monologue at the end. I thought it oh, was man. way too long. I was like, this is like five minutes and it could have been 30 seconds. That's, that's what it should have been. It was entirely too long for me. It was one of the few times in the series where I got my phone out and I was like, I'll just check Instagram, see what's going on. <laughs> well, she is the director's wife, so you know there's going to be a little bit of nepotism that there. Makes That's true. Sense. Or the creator, rather. Did I don't know, know if he directed all of them. Did he direct all of them? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was too long. There was a couple of monologues that were too long. Yeah, oh, by the way, I love that that scene where Riley is sitting on the couch looking at her. But he, they've got him at such an angle. He looks so uh, uh, vulnerable and weak, and he's got his hands in his like his shoulders are slumped, and you know he doesn't look powerful. Doesn't he just has nothing. He's crushed, but he's smiling at her, and it's such a really nice moment. But he sees everything, and he knows exactly what's going to happen, and you they, can kind of see that sadness. They do yeah. a lot of cool shots in this, like with the first AA meeting that Paul and Riley have overhead it's overhead and that shit is tight either one of them are they're both off center the entire time right yeah like father paul's over here left and and riley's over here and then when they're done that's when it centers like when they're like all right let's we're gonna call it and it goes back to the center and i was like loved it like i thought it was great i was like this is really nice very well done um I, i i thoroughly enjoyed that that cool overhead shot of Pruitt dragging the um, dragging the trunk into the house. That was tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So cool. Well done, Mike Flanagan. Lots of really good shots in this show. Like, it, 
it's really There's nice. The they didn't do a lot, you know, for fishermen, they only ever caught crabs. Um, <laughs> just gotta say, and they only caught crab once. It's just so. a part of the world they're in, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Michael Fimonari. Crab Town. Man, I want crab now. They're they're good crab eating up in uh up in Vancouver. Oh yeah, we got crabs like you wouldn't believe. Oh yeah. But I mean now lobster, we've got like West Coast lobster, which is like lobster. crayfish. <laughs> so the cinematographer did uh Doctor Sleep, uh The Haunting of Hill House. Wow. Doctor The Sleep. Haunted, Gerald's Game. Of course, so uh Ouija, Ouija. so he's done a lot of Flanagan stuff. He doesn't say Flanagan did Doctor Sleep, right? He did Oculus. Yeah, he's done all of Flanagan's I, movies. Yeah, I loved Doctor Sleep. Like, yeah, like, as someone as Mike Flanagan, Scare Scare, and someone who hasn't seen of uh, uh, the the first one, The Shining. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, watching Doctor Sleep without seeing The Shining, but knowing what The Shining is through popular culture, um, it was interesting. It was very interesting. I watched the director's cut, episode. so it was consider. It was. I think it was considerably longer. Or it was just that's longer. The, I think that's that's the one I watched. Too long. No, I don't. I never say that about movies. Oh really? I thought it was I love long movies. I just could not keep interested in. It. I wanted to. I watched the whole thing, and but. Uh, oof. There's a shot in that movie where I think it's when the witch girl like goes into yeah it, yeah and it's just, it just like throws her like the first time and yeah, yeah that's like, tight i was like man that's such a good shot that was that was really I, like, good. I like the way they did that and that movie that was cool um so midnight mass yeah um i think i can say i think we all enjoyed it i would say on a scale of did and didn't we I think we could say that we all enjoyed it. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So if we were to rank this in our wonderful um, pass, stream, rent, or buy, um, where, what would you do with this series? Hmm. I would certainly rent it. I wouldn't buy it, but I'd rent it. Yeah. I would only consider buying it if there was like a crap ton of special features on it. Like I would. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. They, if they just honestly just release the making of midnight mass, I'll just buy that. Like, <laughs> That's, yeah. Just give me just That's that. the content I'll, I'll I want. Be, I'll be there. I mean, cause they did that for like, what was that other show that they did that for? That was some Netflix show they did, like the making of whatever this thing is. You're right. I and forget that what that was, but they that I don't they did remember the, what it was. The show, and then you could watch the making of the show. Like, yeah. dang, love the make. I love that behind the scenes yeah, stuff. Like, I would rather watch that. Like, I would love to watch a making of how they did Midnight Mass. That like, would be fantastic. Uh, Man, I, uh, I personally, I really enjoyed it. I did watch it twice, so I probably would say that I would buy it just because. I don't know. Different things would stick out to me. I think the more that I watched it, and that's the kind of thing that makes me really love something. Um, there was one part, just some of the music they use, like they use the song, were you there when they crucified my Lord? Mm -hmm. Do you remember that part? Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I like kept thinking about that part after I watched that episode, like a lot. They used a lot of different, you know, hymns and everything. Yeah, like background music 
and I was it's really chilling. It it, it makes yeah. it like it's like ooh, especially the, if you the grew atmosphere. up with those and you know them. Yeah, exactly. And you find yourself singing along with them, and all of a sudden there's like creepy stuff going on. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, this is not what I've ever associated this with. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to say this before anything oh, else. Sorry, I'm um, a rent as well. I'm with Jason. I'm a rent it. Oh, okay. Uh, the turn. Oh, oh, sorry. Totally. Yeah. Well, I guess we're not done that. No, it's fine. No, we're good now. Oh. The Turn of the Screw was Bly Manor. That was the adaptation of uh, Turn of the Screw. Bly Manor. His next oh. one is uh, uh, Fall of the House of Usher, which is a... Oh, that's right. You're right. Is Edgar? I knew it was Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Usher. So there we are. Not T.I., but Usher. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming on and chatting Midnight Mass with me. I think mm -hmm. this was an episode that we actually talked about stuff and didn't get super sidetracked, except for about, you know, Ambrose. And, Ambrose, um, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Stephen Ambrose, you know? It sounds like, you know, you just popping it off like Ambrose, Ambrose. Ambrose, Ambrose. Um, or it's like, it's a bunch of dudes that like own a van. Like if you say it too fast, it's like, just like, it's Vambrose. Just on a coast-to-coast -coast trip. What if they're Van Van Pros? Going from the East Coast to the West Coast, sucking mm -hmm. blood, uh, you know, sucking on necks uh, all the way across the, the country. There's a, sucking there's necks a lot and of catching sucking checks. going on in those vans, for sucking sure. Sucking necks and catching checks. <laughs> Van Bros, this summer. So now we're going to get... Bros before typos and sucking necks, cash and checks. <laughs> Dude, you know what? You know what would be a great way to uh, introduce a really popular new character? Um, we can have Vampros, and then that introduces us into Jason. I don't know. Werewolf movie. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping that under wraps. I don't want uh, okay, to steal right. it. I, I like how you say we're keeping it under wraps, but every time we're on an episode with Tom... With Tom, <laughs> Tom's just it throwing up. it out there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uncouth. Uh, no, Tom's more excited about it than I am. Oh, yeah, Tom wants that. Like, the, the moment, like, you have any sort of funding for it, Tom is yes. ready to direct. He's like, I, I want to produce it, I want to be in it, I want to direct it. <laughs> I will do everything. Yeah. Um... Well, guys, again, thanks so much for coming on. We definitely need to do. I like this crew. This is good crew. Good um, crew. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, we we do good. We could we do good. We do good. Um, but uh, alas, it is time to leave. So, uh, Harold, where can everybody find you, social media wise and other junk wise? Yeah, sure. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, my name is Harold Story, uh, S T O R E Y. But then also I do. Tunes Tunes podcast. Uh, got my website, tunestunes.co. That's T U N E S T O O N S.co. And yeah, man, just, you know, doing interviews, talking to folks about stuff that they like, and I'm writing about things that I enjoy and things of that nature. You know, it's a good time. Nice. And you're doing something on Monday nights now. Oh, yeah. For the crowd that's here in Oklahoma City, I uh, got the bar on 23rd Street Pony Boy. Uh, six to eight o'clock on Mondays. I'm doing after school anime, so I'm programming my own block of anime. A oh. uh, couple, two hours of uh, you know, just kind of different stuff every week. Josh, you came to the first one. We did reboot and Hamtaro and all kinds of stuff. But uh, it was full of nostalgia. What was this? We're just, I, missed uh, I missed this last one. 
uh, this week we just I just wanted to show some heavy hitter stuff. So I mean, just shows that people like uh, Big O, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Cowboy Bebop, um, stuff like that. Yu Yu Hakusho. What's so, this uh, week? Because this episode comes out on Monday. This week we're doing um, showing uh, stuff like Sailor Moon, showing Hamtaro again, uh, Ronin Warriors, just cool stuff that you would have seen on Toonami. You know what I mean? Cool. Um, I will say on on Halloween we're showing uh, Spirited Away, so that'll be a fun one. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. Do you do know that Halloween's not on a not on a uh, Monday, right? Well, it's for the week of Halloween because oh, it's okay. on that the the Sunday before uh, the Monday before that. No, uh, before do, Halloween, you should really throw them a, throw them for a loop. Do it on the first. <laughs> do it November first. Yeah. Be like, screw it, spirited away. <laughs> uh, and we'll put all the Harold stuff in the show notes. Um, Jason, where can yes, everybody Josh. find you? But first, do you know where the Pony Boy comes from? Why that is significant in the state of Oklahoma? Ooh. I'll be impressed if he knows. I, th- oh, well. I feel like he would know. He's, he's, Oklahoma, he's I mean, I know. I know Pony Boy from The Outsiders, but I don't know what that, that has to do That's with uh, Oklahoma. Essie oh, Hinton it's... is uh, from Oklahoma. She wrote The oh, Outsiders. Okay, <laughs> is based in Tulsa, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. Shot in oh, Tulsa too. Is? Yeah. Oh, it okay. is. Uh, is actually shot in Tulsa and uh, kind of that. a f- funny part of uh, funny little lore. There's a band called House of Pain that did that song "Jump Around." Yes. The the singer Danny Boy O'Connor. Uh, every time they came to Tulsa, he went to visit that house. He loved it so much, loved the movie. He's actually bought that house and turned it into a museum. You can go visit it. That's dope. That sounds very uh, not angry rapper. I was like, man, this guy's got depth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, Harold, you know what we need to do? I'll get in What's touch that? with Ralph Macchio. We'll have him. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll fly Ralph Macchio to Pony Boy. <laughs> And we will do an interview with Ralph Macchio. All right, man. Make it happen. Make it happen. Jason, where can everybody find you? That would be amazing. Uh, Yeah. uh, Attaboy Simpson on Twitter and uh, Simstagrams on Instagram. And a new season of your show comes out when? (laughs) I'm just kidding. You guys, you just had the New York Comic Con panel. So I was expecting uh, some sort of drop. You and uh, 100,000 other people, or however many fans there are. Uh, yeah, no no news there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, lots of fun things in the works. So we are working on it, and it's uh, going to be a fantastic season. Um, and, and Jason's would... got stuff coming up, too. Uh, he's going to be in um, the newest season of nah, nah, uh, shush, shush. Kid. I was going to say Cobra Kai, bro. No, don't mislead people. I was I was trying to I was trying wow. to keep the Ralph Macchio going, man. He did too much, Josh. I was trying. Too, I was like, Ralph Macchio, much, we're, just, we're gonna keep Ralph. Macchio I always get going. Ralph Macchio and uh, what's his face, Bob Blah Blah. Uh, Bob Blah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chachi. I always get those two mixed up. Oh, uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Hold on. Bob Blah Blah from uh, Arrested Development. Oh shoot. Scott Bale. Scott Bale. Yeah. Scott Bale. Yep. Scott Bale Macho. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, so when you said, I knew what you meant when you said Ralph Macho, and I saw his face, but then I thought, that guy's a real jerk on Twitter. <laughs> and then I realized, no, I was thinking of Scott Bale. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, Scott Bale, he's a hoof. I'm, I'm glad Joni and Joshi broke oof. up. 
Um, <laughs> she deserves better. She does. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. All of our episodes available, iTunes, Stitcher, Poppy, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Thanks to 1 out of 10 for the intro and outro for this episode. Check them out on Spotify. Um, and thanks to Wild Bills for sponsoring this episode. Get some uh, delicious uh, Wild Bills stuff. Um, mm-hmm. they've, got, they've got the sodas. They've got the coffees now. So, you know, if you want to stay warm because it's starting to finally get a little bit cold in Oklahoma. And when I say that, I mean it's like 80 degrees now. So instead of a hundred, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, for our Canadian friends, it's like 31 degrees now. It's hot, so, man. That's hot. Yeah. I think we're at 12. Lucky <laughs> Celsius over here. That's like in the sixties though. That's like nice weather. It's comfortable. Yeah. That's good yeah. weather. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can, uh, yeah, definitely check them out. Go to, uh, go to the website. Um, Use code FANDOM10 at checkout. Get 10% off your purchase. Support the podcast. Do all the cool stuff. Um, uh, in case anybody was wondering, uh, so our episode with Ellie Modson Jr. was supposed to come out today. Uh, had a little bit of an issue with that episode. Um, some stuff happened during the recording, and uh, it's going to take a little bit longer to come out. So oh, that's no. why Whoa. we're doing Midnight Mass today. And it happens. It just works out that this is Spooktober. So it just fits in Spooktober. So there you go. Perfect. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. So for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. Toon Soon's Podcast, I'm Haru. I'm Jason. That's it? You're not going to? Just Jason on behalf of Jason. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I am my brand. Uh, oh, Jason, you got any <laughs> new, uh, um, any, any classes coming up? That people can do thing for nothing. Um. No, <laughs> just working. You know what? To be the tr- actors always say, "I got this thing," uh, but I can't tell you about it. <clears throat> it. Makes us sound much busier than we are. But I do have uh, a number of things that I just am not allowed to talk about. I'm very excited. So when I do uh, get the okay, I can't wait to tell everybody. Cool. Like he's going to be yeah. Ralph Macchio's long lost father in the new season of Cobra Kai, which is where I was going before he interrupted me. Yeah. Because um, I look older than Ralph Macchio. I mean, Ralph, <laughs> dude, Ralph Macchio was like 26 when he was recording, when he was doing recording. When he was yeah, I was not. I was nine. I was nine. This goes to show you he aged well, and I, at 46, look like I'm 60. Yeah. Way to go, Josh. So if it wants a fan of my Josh, bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>